How are you doing? It's your boy, Hayes Bomb 1227, and you're listening to the Hayes Days Podcast. That's right, the Hayes Days Podcast. Entertainment and enlightenment for your ears, y'all. Check this out. You have found me, I have found you, we have found each other, and that means it is meant to be, y'all. This is season two, episode six. Yo, y'all, we are still here, surviving here. You know what it is, the quarantine of 2020. I am sick of this stuff i'm trying to tell y'all man y'all i need a haircut so bad okay i need a haircut really really terrible man i'm telling y'all oh my gracious not only do i need a haircut i told y'all i need my my feet done um they look like fred flintstone's feet (laughs) i'm telling y'all and if i cook one more damn thing in this kitchen, and if I wash one more dish, I'm going to have a fit, y'all. I done cooked everything. I done cooked all my favorite meals in the house that I could possibly think of. I can't think of anything else to cook. I wash dishes every single meal. I don't. I'm. I'm tired of. I'm tired, y'all. I'm. I'm ready to go out and let somebody else cook for me. Go somewhere else. And sit down in a restaurant. I'm ready to go to the movies. I'm ready. I'm ready, y'all. But we might not have to wait too much longer. I'll tell you more about that coming up in the show. But listen, let me tell you what's on the show, okay? Let me tell you what's on the show today. Y'all, in the headline news, we're talking about the U.S. unemployment rates. And where's the beef? Talk about that. In the social media mix, we're talking about Jill Scott and Erica Badu versus, I'm telling y'all, if you did not see it, you missed the wonderful show. I'll tell you more about that. Tell you more about that. And someone broke the IG live viewing record. Tell you who did that later on in the show. And on business advice, talk about don't take advice from everybody. And good vibes, talk about a family vacation and some sort of getaway. And I'm going to talk about to a special conversation about the murder and killing of Ahmad Arbery. I know you all seen a black man that was killed down there in Georgia by two white men. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that Later on in the show, I'm going to definitely have a special segment for that. We're going to talk about. But you all know how we start the show out with the headline news coming up right now. Y'all, let's talk the U.S. unemployment rates. Right now, you all, for the month of April, the unemployment rate for the U.S. is 14.7%. Now, for the month of February, it was 3.5%. For the month of March, it was 4.4%. Now, there's an estimated 20 million Americans that are currently unemployed here in America. 75% of those are temporarily laid off and they hopefully will be going back to work soon within the coming weeks. Now, people are saying this may take 
a few years for us to recover from this unemployment that's going on here in America, you all. Have you been affected by this COVID-19 with you all jobs? Have you been laid off? Have you have a reduction of hours or are you just unemployed? Has your job shut down, man? So, you know, letting you all know, man, that relief may be coming real soon. I know things are opening back up, but, you know, hey, man, if you are working right now, it's definitely, definitely a blessing, you all. Speaking of things that are coming up short a little bit, um, where is the beef? Where's the beef, you all? Wendy's is having a beef shortage you all they're saying one out of every five wendy's are without beef this because closure of meat factories due to the covid 19 illnesses of some of their employees 1000 out of 5500 locations customers can now order menu items that have beef this could last for a few weeks for the unforeseen future you all the ceo of wendy's todd Penger stated that the shortage could be a couple of weeks and challenging tightness that we'll have to work through. Now, let me ask you all, is a Wendy's location by you affected by the meat shortage? What is something you order from Wendy's that may be affected by this shortage? Now, I sometimes like to get a Baconator every now and then. I haven't had one in a while. It's been a good little while since I had one, but I don't think I'll be able to order one no time soon, man, if I ML Wendy's that has been affected by this uh, meat shortage. Go vegetarian, y'all. Be vegan. Go vegetarian. Order something else. Order a salad or something like that. VA is opening back up, you all. Virginia is set to open back up on May 15th, 2020 with a phase one progress. Okay. In phase one, restaurants will be closed to interior dining. And gyms will be continue to be closed also. There'll be some barbershops and salons open with one pardon per appointment. Um, retail businesses can open to 50% capacity. Mask and six feet from each other is recommended, but it's not mandated, you all. So in the store, you know, make sure you all wear your mask and stay six feet from each other, you all. We have to maintain this phase one with no elevated deaths or COVID-19 related um, cases for at least two weeks before we can move on to phase two, which will see a um, lesser restrictions on um, people in restaurants and businesses. And also the stay at home order will be lifted on May the 15th. You all continue to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Continue to be safe. You all wear your mask. Um, practice social distancing. Don't just bombard into a bunch of crowds, you all. Let's let's continue to flatten this curve, you know. Let me give you a little bit of COVID-19 updates, okay. Here in Virginia, there's 23,000 confirmed cases, zero recoveries, 769 deaths. In the U.S., it's 1.34 million confirmed cases, 201,000 recoveries, 79,697 deaths, Across the world, there's 4.2 million confirmed cases, 1.36 million recoveries, and 279,000 deaths. You all, I don't understand why they're opening the country back up. Well, I, I can't say. I can't say I do understand why, because we, we just can't stay, 
we can't stay locked away forever. But if you go back out there, you all, please wear your mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing. Let's be smart about it. Remember, you all, there's no vaccine for the COVID-19. They still don't have a necessary or a definitive. They still don't have a actual treatment for the COVID-19. Let's just be safe, you all. The safe as we can be. Okay? Look, that's all I got for the headline news. You know, we got more show coming up. You know what it is. The Haze Days Podcast. Hey everyone, how you doing? It's your boy, Hayes Bond 1227. And look, I want to hear from you. I need you to get in touch and get involved. Call the Hayes Days Podcast at 434-288-0005. That's 434-288-0005. Say what's on your mind. Give me a shout out, suggest a topic or whatever. Just remember, whatever you say has a chance to be on the show. So, what do you have to say? The Haze Days Podcast Season 2, and we're rolling, rolling, rolling. Y'all, look, man, this is flying past, man. Episode number 6, man. Great. Hey, look, um, don't y'all hate it when your vehicle just decides to have random problems and stuff like that? Don't you just hate that? The other day, my tires in my car, they, they were... The, the, the back tire was kind of low and I have sensors on sensors on my van that tells me when the tires need some air in it so I was driving around the back of my yard so I can put air in my tires you know what I'm saying so I, you know so I go to I plug in the compressor into the cigarette lighter and I go to put air in my front driver's side tire and the stem breaks off pops off boom all the air comes out so I'm looking like damn it now i'm stuck in the backyard i don't have i'm in the backyard on the grass i don't have a jack that can jack it up whatever so luckily i had to call a neighbor a neighbor came by they jacked my vehicle up they got the tire off whatever and um took it to the shop whatever so i get i come back and he was like well do you have a spare tire i'm like huh do i have a spare tire yeah i do but the spare tire is located most most vans, the spare tire is in the back of the vehicle. In the back of the vehicle, uh, the undercarriage in the back part. But not my van. Oh, no. My van is on the undercarriage in between the front and the driver's seat. In the driver's seat and the passenger seat on the under underside of it. You know what I'm saying? I had to fumble around and find the special tools to, to get the, the tire down, which I did. Which was like, what? It was really, really weird. Then I had to go to the shop and they had to really struggle, not struggle, but, you know, replace the stem, which has a sensor on, I had to get that changed. Then they had to struggle to put the spare tire back on the undercarriage, which is really, really weird. Then they end up putting air in all the tires. And then the tire that I meant to get put air in, in the beginning, had a huge nail in it. I'm like, what the who? It was a giant nail. Like someone has shoved the nail into it. So 
They plug the tire and all that stuff. All this happened with me. Just all I want to do pair my tire, but I end up going through all of this the other day. Vehicles just end up just getting on my nerve at the, uh, I just, we all have vehicle problems that come up at the last minute. But let me tell you something that may help out, help out. Remember that stimulus check we are, we all got? Most of us got $1,200. Some of us got more. Some of us got less. Well, the, there's has been talk about maybe giving everybody $2,000 or more for the next couple of months, as long as COVID-19 this thing is going on. But um, it may or may not pass. I don't see them giving us more money because they're opening up America and they want us to get our butts back to work. But they might. But what do you all think about it? Do you all, could you all use a couple of extra money? Or you all tell me, I don't want no money from Donald Trump. I don't want that Trump check. Do you owe another Trump check? What do you think? Let me know. 434-288-0005. But look, let me tell you something that will make me happy. And that did make me happy. Was that Jill Scott and Erica Badu versus man. Ah, Look, I'm going to tell you all about it right now in the social media mix. The social media mix. You all, you all, you all, did you all get a chance to check out the Queens, Jill Scott and Erica Badu on their versus battle on Instagram Live? Y'all, it wasn't even a battle, y'all. It was just two sisters, legendary sisters, giving each other positive vibes and giving us such a wonderful wonderful sit down concert y'all the vibe was so smooth and so wonderful y'all it was just so loving they were so complimentary of each other i'm telling you all man i really enjoy i watched the whole thing it was maybe two and a half hours maybe um man y'all they had at least at their peak 720,000 viewers that i counted on ig live they spent time talking about their music and their hits over the years. And they were just showing so many people love. It's just showing each other love and support, man. The room had a lot of celebrities on IG Live, a lot of fans on IG Live. It was so smooth, so soulful, you all. I'm telling you, man. I know everybody listening probably had these saves burning, probably had their incense burning. Had the cocoa butter, probably the shea, the shea butter, the candles burning, man. I was feeling good, man. I was feeling groovy. I'm telling you, man, they they really did play some classic, some classic music that put me in that vibe. Like, dag, man. I really love Erica Badu and Jill Scott, man. I'm telling you, man. I really, really, really enjoy that. That was uh my second versus battle that I got to really see it wasn't really a versus battle you all it was just them giving us a set down in home concert that was just so smooth so so forth you all missed it you probably can find the video on YouTube just YouTube Jill Scott Erica Badu versus it was wonderful you all you all definitely go check that out I love those two queens definitely a very good look for them Speaking of IG Live, guess who broke the IG Live record with 2 million viewers on IG Live? Takashi69, man. This past Friday, he went on IG Live. He had 2 
million viewers, you all. Then he shattered the record of IG Live. Their previous record was held by Teddy Riley and Babyface. They had 500,000. And uh, as I told you, Jill Scott and Eric Badu had 700, have 720,000. So, but Takashi had 2 million. That is a lot of people listening to the IG Live. I mean, watching IG Live. We got a couple of rest in peace for two industry, music industry legends, you all. Legends. Um, first of all, rest in peace to Andre Harrell. Um, as you all know, he's a music industry mogul. He's just really, really huge. Um, the information came from CNN, Revolt, and Combs Enterprises website. Um, Andre Harrell, he passed away this Saturday at the age of 59. And you know, um, he, uh, Andre Harrell, he worked at Def Jam back in 1983. He was the vice president and GM. Russell Simmons said on his Instagram, he quoted and says, No words. My best friend, always compassionate, good-hearted, full of love, and what a beautiful legacy he leaves this world. That was some words from Russell Simmons. As you all know, Andre Harrell was a mentor to Sean Combs, you know, Sean Puffy Combs, when he founded Uptown Records. Uh, young Sean Combs was an intern there. Andre Harrell helped start the careers of Mary J. Blige, Heavy D and the Boys, Jodeci, and Teddy Riley. This one that I did not know. Andre Harrell created and produced the TV drama New York Undercover. I love that show, man. He was also the president and CEO of Motown Records back in 1995. That's where he helped the careers of 98 Degrees and Mario Winans. He later founded New America Records and he started Robin Thicke's career back then. I did not know that. Uh, Mariah Carey stated on her Instagram, Why Andre? My heart is breaking and I can't stop crying. He was an amazing friend and I will miss him forever. Rest in peace, um, Andre Harrell, man. Rest in peace. Another um, rest in peace we have is Little Richard, man. You all know Little Richard, man. I'm telling you, if you don't know him, you know if you see him. Man. He was a wonderful piano player. He was very flamboyant in the clothes he wear, his over-the-top wardrobe, his hairstyles. He was a pioneer, one of the pioneers of rock and roll. He had hits like Tutti Fruity and Good Golly Miss Marty, man. I'm telling you, man, rest in peace to Richard Simmons. Um, he passed away of bone cancer, according to his lawyer. You know, with all these these legends that passed away, like, you know, Michael Jackson, Prince, um, Little Richard, and uh, Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, a, um, Gerald LeVert, all these legends that, that made an impact. Who do you think, if anyone, now has made a greater impact than those people who have passed back in the day. Because those people that I named really changed the game. They made things different. Is there anyone that you think now can hold a candle to their these people's bright light? You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know if anyone, I'm not sure if anyone is as bright as these people that have passed away. Because these people made music that stand and I stood continually the test of time, man. The people that I name is somebody right now that loves a song that these past legends have made. And they're 
timeless, man. I don't know if anyone, anyone right now makes timeless music. I don't think timeless music get made gets made right now. You know, songs that as soon as you hear them, they put you in that mood, man. I don't know. Music isn't like it used to be. But y'all, look, that's all I got for the social media mix. We got more show. You know what this is. The Haze Days Podcast. The Haze Days Podcast. Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? It's your man Slant. Hey, yo, you get a chance to follow my man on Facebook and Twitter at Hayes Days Podcast. You can check him out in the email, Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit him up on the jack, 434-288-0005. The Hayes Days Podcast. back the haze days podcast you all know listen are you all writing in your journals i remind you every sunday to write in your journals every thursday while you listen to therapy thursday with slink Watkins. you all know every thursday right here where you hear this podcast you can hear therapy thursday with slink Watkins every single thursday he's giving you a new journal topic for you to write in your journals but not just on thursdays every single day if you want to man if you see that link pop up on social media i need you to like comment and share and subscribe to therapy thursdays with slink walkings right here where you hear the haze days podcast man you know what it is um y'all do you have some place in your home where you can just sit back and chill and relax and just have some me time, whether it's your uh, a library or a chair room or a man cave. Maybe you have another shed out there in the backyard. Do you have some space you can just go back and sit back and chill? I know here at home I have a little chill spot that I have that I go back and sit back. I sit in there for hours at a time and just do nothing sometimes. Just sit down and get my, my thoughts together and I might burn some sage, burn some candles, write in my journal. I listen to the show in that particular room. It just has a totally different vibe than the rest of my house do. And, you know, you know, everyone probably don't have space everywhere. If you can make a little corner or something like, something like that, something of your own, man. Try to find a little space in your home that you can call your own. If it's nothing but sitting on the bathroom on the toilet, you know what I'm saying? That's your own little sacred space. You see what I'm saying? Um, but we're going to switch gears just a little bit, you all. We're going to get some seriousness going on here in the show. The next topic that I'm about to talk about, I was going to talk about on last week's show. I never got around to doing it. And 
really tough for me to talk about. And I decided to go ahead and, and gather the information. The information that I, I, I just, I gathered with this was so disturbing. It really, really was bothering me to read what I read and see the videos that I've seen. We're talking about the murder and killing of Ahmad Arbery down there in Georgia, a black man murdered by two white men. And we're going to have a talk about it um, right now. Hey, y'all. Um, How you doing? Um, I want to talk to you all about something that um, I was going to report on last week. Uh, and I just didn't do it for whatever reason. I want to report on it now because it got a lot of national attention. You all know by now the killing of 25-year-old Ahmaud Arbery down there in Georgia. Ahmaud Arbery was shot and killed by 64-year-old Gregory McMichael and his son, 34-year-old Travis McMichael. They both chased down Ahmaud Arbery after they said he, they thought he was a burglar in the neighborhood, and they shot him. They said they shot him in self-defense. These two were not arrested back then. This happened back in February, by the way. These two were not arrested back in February because they said they were making a citizen's arrest, which is perfectly legal down there in Georgia. And it said that Aubrey's killing was justifiable, according to the Glenn County Police Department. It wasn't until a video surfaced of Gregory and Travis McMichael chasing Aubrey down, shooting and killing him, that caused a public outcry and caused them two to be arrested. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation arrested those two on May the 7th. Now, oddly enough, May the 7th would have been Ahmad Aubrey's 26th birthday. Travis McMichael was charged with felony murder and aggravated assault. Gregory McMichael was charged with felony murder and a party to an aggravated assault. Now, you all are probably wondering, why did it take from February until now for the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to arrest these two men for killing this black man? Well, you all, let me tell you what happened. I had to do a little research, and I'm going to tell you why it took so long. You all, I'm going to give you my opinion of all this right after I give you this bit of information that I found out. There were three prosecutors since the beginning of this case in February. The first prosecutor, Jackie L. Johnson of Brunswick Judicial Circuit, um, she recused herself. Why? Because she was friends with Gregory McMichael. And he had worked with her in the past. And also she blocked the arrest of those two. The second prosecutor, George Barnhill of the Ray Cross Judicial Circuit. He's a DA. He recused himself because his son worked with Gregory McMichael on a previous arrest of the Mont Aubrey in the past. And he also said that he McMichaels, that the McMichaels were acting lawfully and they were making a citizen's arrest. 
Um, Bond here also wrote a letter and he said that he had evidence of a video showing Ahmad burglaring a home before the chase and confrontation and the killing of him happened. He said he had a video of Ahmad burglaring a home. The letter also brought up past convictions of Ahmad and his family. You know how they do when a black man gets killed. You know, they always bring up his past, trying to make it sound like they're such a bad person. Their past has nothing to do with anything right now, but they always bring up your past. They're going to try to find something like they always do. The third prosecutor, um, Tom Durden of Haynesville, he's a Haynesville DA. He wanted to send it to a grand jury. He didn't want to deal with it at all. He just wanted to bypass and send it to his grand jury. Um, you all, the family lawyer noted that the family was told Ahmad was shot and killed by a homeowner doing an attempted burglary. That's what the police department told his family at first. Now, I did see this video, this alleged video of Ahmad breaking in, and that's not what happened at all. What the video shows is Ahmad walking into a home under construction. He enters into the garage and comes out of the front door. He does not seem to have anything in his hands or anything. And he continues jogging. What I found out when watching the video, this is in the McMichaels neighborhood. Now, the McMichaels said that they thought he was a burglar and that he had recent burglaries in the neighborhood. Well, there weren't any burglars reported until back in January. Someone had broken into a vehicle in front of the McMichael's home. and Someone had stole a 9mm pistol. So, let me just say another thing. Too. Um, let, me, let me Hold on a second. Let me keep going. Uh, the video that led to the arrest of these killers, these killers, um, Gregory and Travis McMichael, their friend and attorney leaked this video. Their friend who was an attorney, Alan Tucker, leaked the video because he said he said that he thought this video would clear his friends of this killing. He stated, I really thought releasing the video would put the truth out to the public. And this is what he said of Ahmad. He said if he had just froze and hadn't done anything, then he wouldn't have been shot. Okay, this is my breakdown of what happened in this video. I had to read all of this and get, gather all this information to see what happened. Okay, let me let me break it all back down to you all. So Gregory McMichael and Travis McMichael, because someone had broken into their vehicle or someone's vehicle in the neighborhood. They seen a black man, I'm guessing they had to have seen him, and jogging. They thought, hey, he must be a burglar. You know, black people will guilty before proving innocent. But here's the thing that gets me. Gregory McMichael previously worked on a case with Ahmaud Aubrey. So did he recognize him? Did he say, hey, that's that black guy that I arrested some time ago? Makes you wonder. 
did he go after Aubrey because he thought he was a random burglar? Or was it because, hey, that's that guy, that black guy, that I know he has to be a burglar? And even if he did think, does that justify him shooting and killing him? Does that justify him shooting and killing him? But check this out, though. The first prosecutor, you know what I'm saying? That was their friend. She was their friend. She blocked the arrest of them. That's crazy. The second person, that was their friend too. You know what I'm saying? And then he tried to drag him through the dirt. They tried to say, hey, you know, he, he has previous in this letter. I read the whole letter that, um, the letter that, what's this guy named? George Barnhill wrote. He brought up all his all all the stuff in his past, whatever. What does his past have to do with it being shot and killed? What does that have to do with what's going on? What happened that particular day? That gave them a right to drive and chase him down and shoot him. That gave them a right to do that. It's absolutely crazy, you all. But that goes to show, man. When you black, when you're a black man in America, when you're a black man in America, you're guilty. You're guilty before proving innocent. Just because a white man thought, he thought this guy was a burglar. Now, the family's lawyer said, Ahmad, by him going into that into that um to that home that was just trespassing just trespassing at least just going in and out just trespassing but you are not justified for him being hunted down chased down and shot and killed how many times do you have to hear this it reminds me of the the Trayvon Martin case the, the case that the case that really let me know there was a problem in America with, with black men getting killed was the Trayvon Martin case. You all know George Zimmerman killed a helpless Trayvon Martin because he said it was self-defense. Y'all remember that the 911 operator told George Zimmerman, do not pursue him? He did anyway, and in that tussle, he shot and killed Trayvon Martin. To this day, you all, when I see Trayvon Martin's face, it hurts my heart. Him and countless other black men, black boys, people that look like me and you, are shot and killed because we are proven guilty before we are proven innocent. It is dangerous right now to be a black man. Because we are guilty before we are proven innocent. And just because you may have a past or someone in your family may have a criminal record, the first thing they're going to do if you get shot and killed by a police officer or a, a white civilian trying to do their, a white civilian that thinks that they, they're doing their job or making a citizen's arrest, the first thing they're going to do is pull your, your criminal record, your Facebook record, your school grades, talk to people, oh, he was a troublemaker. That's the first thing, because black men, we are guilty here in America. 
We are guilty before we are proven innocent. Already. Already. It's always our fault. Oh, he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have done that. It's crazy, man. I've grown almost... I've grown almost... uh, How can I say this? Used to, used to seeing, used to seeing this stuff. Cause it happens all the time, man. It happens all the time, man. It's something got to give with this, man. It's absolutely crazy. We are being murdered and killed and hunted here in America just because we are black men. It's absolutely crazy, man. And these people, these white men, that are doing it are being protected by their friends, the higher ups with the police department, the DA, the court and all this stuff. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And it's always our fault, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's their fault. They shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. Should have in the neighborhood. But let that be the other way around. You all know if that would have been a black man. Two black men with a taste of a white guy, man. They'd be locked up and executed. You all already know. Tell y'all. No matter how successful we are as black men, black people here in America, we got a long ways to go. We got a long ways to go, man. I'm telling you. Cause no matter how, no matter how much success you may and respect you think you may have in America, America always shows us black men that we are still a bunch of niggers. Don't they? They show us that all the time. And it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart every time. It hurts my heart. But it's always our fault, right? <laughs> always our fault. I'm telling y'all, man. I, I don't know. Oh, man. Just all my black men out there, all my, my brothers and sisters out there, y'all be safe, man. Oh, man, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. But thank God that, thank God that Gregory and Travis McMichael has been arrested and charged with murder. Hopefully they will be, they will be convicted, hopefully. They will not be walking around free. But until, until then you all, until we can get some sort of justice here in America, if you, if you, we stick together and we call out this this injustice against black people. When we see it, we all band, band together. We can probably get some, some some type of respect, some type of, of justification for these senseless murders, man. I'm just tired of seeing them. I'm just tired of seeing them, man. I'm just tired of seeing them. All right, y'all, man, look. Um, that's all I got for this part right here. We got more show coming up, y'all. You know what it is. The Hayes Days Podcast.
Hey, y'all, look, man, let's take the time to talk to my small business owners out there. Listen, y'all, I know you all right now are anxious to start your business, and you're probably getting advice from everybody. People probably telling you what you should do, what you shouldn't do, this, that, and the third. Let me tell y'all right now, pump your brakes just a little bit, okay? Don't take advice from everybody, because everybody don't know what they're talking about, okay? Let me tell you, there are two type of people in the world. There are talkers, there are doers, all right? You should be talking to the doers, the people that are doing the things that you want to do, not those talkers, okay? Because everyone... When you start a business, everybody will give you input. The first thing they're going to tell you to do is what, you all? Print some business cards out. You pass them out. That's, it's more to open the business than printing out business cards, okay? That is the, it's important to have them, but that is one small part. People can try to tell you what to do, um, what you should advertise that. People who just had no type of, 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 drive to even open their own business okay they're going to be giving you all types of advice mute those people out okay <laughs> seek out other business owners okay go to the small business development center do your research and find out from people who know what to do in the industry that you are in find out from those people okay because you can learn a lot from a different industry you can apply those to your particular business okay don't listen to everybody. Everybody don't know what you're talking about, okay? And what works for one person may not work for you neither, okay? Some people also may not tell you everything. They may give you false information because some people might not want to see you succeed. You know what I'm saying? Those haters, you know what I'm saying? But whatever you do, whatever do you all, don't listen to everybody. Like I said, everybody don't know what they are talking about remember someone who doesn't have a good idea someone who doesn't never had an idea open the business they're gonna be the people that have all types of ideas and all types of oh you should do this you should do that you need to do this need to tell them zip it tell them thank you but go find you some professional advice from somebody who knows what they're talking about i'm trying to tell y'all some good stuff right now because i don't listen to everybody i'm like uh-huh whatever you know don't try to tell them what to do because you especially if you just got a regular nine to five i ain't trying to listen to you be quiet that's just me <laughs> you know what i'm saying you all seek out that professional advice and for people that you trust and people that you know have their own business because like i said everybody don't know what they're talking about Okay, do your research, get professional advice from people you know and trust in the businesses, in the process, and, you know, doing what you want to be doing and where you want to be at in life. All right, listen, y'all, that's all I got for the business advice. Until next time, you all go out there and be some entrepreneurs. All right, peace. Hey y'all, time for good vibes 
for a good life. We're going to talk about a family vacation and a getaway. Man, listen, if you like me and you can't wait for this COVID-19 thing to be over, you can take your family and friends out somewhere else besides the living room. You know, hopefully theme parks be open up soon. Disney World be open up soon. The beaches be open up soon. We can safely go somewhere. We can take our family and friends out somewhere else besides that living room and watching TV. You can go to King's Dominion, ride some roller coasters, get on some rides, eat some funnel cake, and have fun. Go to the beach, enjoy the waves, put your put your feet through the sand, man, enjoy the sun. I'm telling you all, I miss the beach. I can't wait to go back to the beach. You all are planning a trip to Disney World. Hopefully, they'll be opening up back real soon and be safe and see Mickey Mouse. You know, who doesn't want to see Mickey Mouse? Or, you know, you make it simple. You can go camping. You can go hiking. You all can go to some lounges, stuff like that. You can take a vacation. Uh, man, cross Maybe go to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Where y'all want me? Where y'all? Where, where would y'all like to go, man? Be wonderful, man. A family vacation to getaway. It's really good time for everyone to relax and unwind. But hopefully, we'll be able to do all of that safely here in the world, whenever that will be. But man, look, that's all I got for the good vibes for a good life. We got more show. The Hayes Days Podcast. Hey, y'all, we have made it to the end of the show. The Hayes Days Podcast Season 2, Episode 6 is in the books. Look, y'all, I don't think it's a random, something random. You all remember that song by the singer Meatloaf? It was like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. What was that one thing he wouldn't do? I always wondered, what was the one thing he would not do for love? Huh. Oh, well, listen, y'all, follow the Hayes Days Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Hayes Days Podcast. Email HayesDaysPodcast at gmail.com. Phone number 434-288-0005. And, you know, if you love this show, you want to leave a small donation, reoccurring donation, go to anchor.fm slash Podcast slash support. There you can subscribe for a small monthly donation if you want to it's optional people you know what i'm saying y'all be safe when these places open up man don't just go out there into the world without wearing your mask six feet from each other back up you know what i'm saying uh hopefully i get a haircut this week and i get my feet done i'm trying to tell y'all i need these um i'm telling you help me jesus help me oh lord praise him help me um Y'all, until next time, you know, listen to learn, learn to listen. I love y'all. Peace. The Hey Stays Podcast.